As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Eagles did to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, but the Buffalo Bills with a magnificent uh, Showing on Monday Night Football, even without Gabriel Davis, the Bills get a 41-7 win over the Titans, and we start today in Buffalo. Well, it's funny you mentioned you know, that it overshadowed the Eagles' dominant win over Minnesota because, uh, it, to me, it was funny, right? We, we, we are all, you and I are off air at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and, and oh my goodness, we have a second Monday night. How are we going to handle, how are we going to juggle the two TVs, Dad Buyer? Uh, and then the game started, and then they both became... It became very clear very early uh, how they were both going to play out. But, no, so much credit to, to Buffalo. I mean, uh, to, to in two weeks to go to the defending Super Bowl champs and then, of course, to host last year's best team in the AFC and absolutely dominate uh, in both of those games. It's impressive. You've heard the quotes from Sean McVay. You've heard the quotes from Mike Vrabel. Uh, everybody's impressed with this Buffalo team so far. And I'm going to steal these numbers from Pro Football Talk. Florio and his crew had these numbers up in a piece today. Last night's 41-7. to win right now the most lopsided results of this young NFL season the win over the Rams on Thursday night was actually the fourth largest so far in the season so of the four most dominating performances we've seen in the first 32 games of the NFL season the Buffalo Bills have two of those four their point total differential of 55 by far the best in the NFL and no other team has outscored its opponent by even half as many points. So that that from Pro Football Talk today is just talking about how dominant the Bills were. We talked about how they weren't 100%. I, I, I don't know what the Titans are or what the Titans will be, 
But yeah, you you beat the top seed in the AFC last year, and you beat the defending Super Bowl champions uh, at their place to open the season. An amazingly strong start from a team where sometimes you wonder if is the last season going to be a hangover? Are they going to hit the ground running? Uh, they've hit the ground sprinting, if you, if you want to use a cache, uh, cliche with Buffalo, because they are cashing in on offense. Von Miller looks great. It is really surprising on how well things have gone so far for Buffalo. Well, yeah, and it goes back to a conversation you and I had, uh, I think we were on the Doug Gottlieb show about three, four weeks ago, and I really like Buffalo. I mean, they were my pick to win the Super Bowl, boring uh, my Myself, like a lot of people, but you know, I, I did kind of raise the question of are we, you know, kind of crowning them a little bit too soon, right? Because coming into the year, I mean, yes, they played that historic all time great game in the divisional round last year, but as great as it was, the, the Kansas City Chiefs lost the following week. The year before, they obviously had made the AFC Championship game where it wasn't competitive against KC back in, I guess it would have been, you know, January of 2021. And so I remember asking you at that point, I said, are, are we giving them a little too much credit too soon? Like, it's clear that the foundation is there. It's clear that by the end of the year, they were playing great football, obviously destroying the Patriots on Wild Card Weekend. And then, of course, taking care, uh, you know, the, the near, you know, last second, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it against KC. Well, I think we now know the answer that no, they were not being overhyped. And I think what's cool is to see a team that did have so much hype that that really hadn't necessarily accomplished everything they wanted to on the field. As you said, Dan, there can be times where there's a hangover. There can be times where you're Cincinnati and you come in and things aren't quite right or you're fill in the blank, whoever. I'm just using Cincinnati as a hypothetical. This is a team that has heard the hype all offseason and said, no, 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 no. Uh, We're going to show you ourselves. And that's exactly what they've done through two weeks. Do you think it's sustainable? Because I, I, this is this is the part that I juggle with, and I, I I'm going to tell you how I feel. I hope it doesn't taint your thoughts, but no. I do wonder on when it gets uh, to November and to December in Buffalo, uh, is this something that could could catch them? They're, they're going to win the division. There's, there's, there's no doubt about that in my mind. I don't care what Miami's doing. We'll find out this week how how close those teams really are. But I I just I I wonder I wonder if it continues. Not that Josh Allen will be completely ineffective. Because, as you said, we just saw him go up and down the field in Kansas City in the playoff game last season. But there really is no running game outside of actually Josh Allen. It's the one thing that I kind of just wonder to myself, do you think that this sort of football and how good the Bills are playing is sustainable through an 18-week season? Well, I think there's ebbs and flows. Um, And, you know, I just mentioned Cincinnati is that it's clear that you know, whatever, you know, kind of magic juju, whatever you want to call it, they had in the playoffs last year, it hasn't clicked early in this season. And I just bring it up to say, um, you know, you give teams time to, to, to game plan and, and see film and see what works and see what doesn't. I think eventually everybody catches up with everybody. And it is worth noting, by the way, um, this is a team that did get off to a very hot start last year, four and one to open the season. You look up midway through the year, they're seven and six. So I'm not great in math, but that's a, a three and five over an eight game stretch right smack dab in the middle of the season so to answer your question I'm not really worried about a massive fall off just because I think to be blunt they haven't really accomplished anything yet right I mean yes they they won the division and yes they made an AFC championship game as I just said but I don't think there's going to be that massive fall because I don't think they're going to get ahead of themselves I mean this isn't you know I think back to what three four years ago the Kansas City Chiefs win that first Super Bowl in the next offseason, Tyreek Hill saying, we're going to win five, six in a row, whatever. I, I forget what this, the quote was, but it was something crazy. And you could see right then and there, 
this team probably is getting a little bit ahead of themselves. And obviously they've had success, but they haven't obviously won a Lombardi trophy since then. I think with this Bills team, I do think there's something to prove. Some, they, they haven't accomplished the ultimate goal. They haven't even gotten to the Super Bowl. So yeah, are there going to be ebbs and flows throughout a 17-game regular season? Of course there are going to be, but I don't, I don't think there's a five, six-game stretch where the league just figures them out uh, and they lose, say, four out of five or four out of six or something like here, that. Here are two things about the Buffalo Bills that I think that what we really need, what we really need to know. One is about Josh Allen. And I put Josh Allen in this group of of, of athletes that I don't think we give enough credit uh, credit to for what they went through. And the these athletes in this group, Aaron, are Bryce Harper. They are LeBron James. Um, maybe in a way Giannis a little bit, but you want to talk about guys who were hyped, guys who were hyped that we thought were all right. Are they you know are they projects? And Harper and LeBron because they were younger, they're on the cover of Sports Illustrated when they're in high school. Maybe a little different thing, but by all you know for for Bryce Harper when he's healthy, he's lived up to to the hype that that he has. When you look at LeBron James considering the hype that was given to him when he was in high school to achieve what he's done and now you know we're arguing if he's the best player ever has absolutely lived up to it there were a lot of Josh Allen lovers and a lot of Josh Allen haters when he was sure. coming out of Wyoming and for him to put this all together and become the quarterback that he is I don't think that's something that we should take for granted or just push to the side I mean look at all the quarterbacks in that draft class that we that we love to talk about and that we love to tear down and here is a guy that put everything together and now you look at him like you're taking him over Patrick Mahomes right now if you're starting a franchise I really feel that way when you see the throw that he made Mm -hmm. (laughs) into the fullback uh you know going down the sidelines of the second quarter just this absolute rope across the field from 35 yards like not everybody can do that. And for him to put this all together with his size, and I, I, I think that we sometimes undersell that sort of stuff, and I don't think that we should for how good Josh Allen is uh, playing the quarterback position right now. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I was even thinking about this last night while I was watching the game is – all of those, you know, conversations that people had around the draft. And listen, I, I'm as guilty of anybody of overreacting in real time. This was my opinion. If I have a week or two worth of data to prove my opinion, I'm going to tell you, oh my goodness, I told you this Josh Allen guy was overrated or this whoever was underrated. But obviously, look, you know, he comes in the same year as Lamar Jackson and it's not a criticism of Lamar Jackson, but, um, you know, it, it was the whole, how do you pass on the Heisman Trophy winner for this guy? And, you know, this guy completed this percentage uh, at a at a Mountain West school and blah 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 blah, and so it, you really do kind of forget what the conversations were not that long ago on Josh Allen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, it, what probably three seasons ago it was big arm. We get it, interesting prospect, but is he going to put it all together? To now, you look at the arm strength, you look at the athleticism. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to compare him to anybody else, but I mean, he is in the short list of guys that if you're building an organization around, he, you know, right up there with Patrick Mahomes, maybe one or two other guys as the guy that you would take. So I just find it so interesting how quickly you know, narratives can flip because I just remember it not being that long ago that he's being compared to players in his draft class and how can you select him here and all that stuff to now it is near universal. This guy is awesome. Um, we've seen him go head to head with Patrick Mahomes. Do every, He's awesome. And I don't think anybody's doubting it. I, w- I, I wonder if he's going to be the perfect quarterback. 
he looks it sometimes. I'll Seriously, like, like it, there's going to be a day where Josh Allen cannot run as fast and his body may not want to take some of those hits. But his arm, the way that it is, is one that then you can rely on that. It's one of the things that, you know, Cam Newton had a great arm, but Cam just wasn't accurate. I mean, he would throw he would throw some ropes. And when they were on target, you know, hitting Greg Olson over the middle, it looked really pretty. But there are times when Cam would also chuck one 15 yards past someone. And Allen doesn't seem to miss like that. So when the running days go away, he's still going to be able to not only survive, but thrive in the National Football League, probably being a completely different quarterback 10 years from now in what he's doing. And that's the that's the other part about Josh Allen that's so amazing. And, and here's my second point about the Bills. So I'm lied. I have three points. You look at what they've got ahead of them, Aaron. Now they're the talk of the town. There are certain NFL teams that start the season that are talks of the town. This is what their next five games present. And this is what I really like because if the Bills run the table on this, they're going to be the talk of the NFL. And I actually think that's great. Like, I think it's great to have one team make a push. But they've got the Dolphins and the Ravens on the road in back-to-back weeks. Then it's home against Pittsburgh at Kansas City in mid-October. And then you've got Green Bay after your bye week on Sunday night football. So you think about that stretch. You go 5-0 and during that stretch. And now you're seven and zero, beating the teams that that you just beat. Oh yeah, like they become the story in the National Football League. That we talk about a lot of teams and a lot of players, but you have that undefeated mark. Like Arizona was undefeated, but they weren't generating that buzz last year. They were the last team to, to get a loss. If that's Buffalo, that buzz is going to go crazy, and I think that's really good for the National Football League. Well, it just shows you how far they've come in such a short amount of time where whether they do finish that run undefeated or not, um, you know, this weekend, I think one of the marquee games with Miami, whether we thought it would be or not, both teams 2-0, and both teams looking really good. Offense is really fun. Week after, as you said, Lamar versus Josh Allen, you know, two young dynamic quarterbacks. One's won an MVP, one we expect to uh, do so in the very near future. And then, oh, by the way, you're talking about a team that uh, you're playing against a team, I should say, returned to Arrowhead, Sunday afternoon, uh, three, yeah. you know, the, the 4.30 Eastern game, and then you get a buy, and as you said, you're playing Green Bay. So it just speaks to how far they've come in such a short amount of time that, you know, we're already looking ahead three, four weeks of saying, imagine Josh Allen versus Aaron Rodgers, imagine Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Again, it speaks to who they are, who Josh Allen has become, and how all of a sudden... By the way, you know how they always say this is what makes the NFL great is that it doesn't have to be a marquee city. It doesn't have to be a this. This is the perfect example. Buffalo Bills draft a quarterback out of Wyoming. Um, You know, this is something like... You know how they always say, like in the NBA, like if the if the NBA offices had their choice, it would be like Lakers versus yeah. Knicks in the finals yeah. every year. And the NFL doesn't matter because the stars emerge, the stars, different cities, different. It's just fascinating to me that Buffalo and Josh Allen could be the epicenter of football right now, and that's exactly how it is. It's a destination. You know, thirty years ago, Reggie White in free agency sure. went to Green Bay, and all of us people were like, "Why are you going to go to Green Bay?" Von Miller's like, "I want to go to Buffalo." You know, players are now like, "I want to go to Buffalo." Uh, that's probably going to continue for a while. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer, a DNA edition, if you will, here on Fox Sports Radio. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I miss her. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
it's tough news to take. It's tough news that we expected. But uh, Bedlam is going to be no more, if you ask Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And that's what Brett McMurphy did, speaking to the ADs at both schools, Aaron, and uh, the uh, McMurphy of the Action Network, yeah, reporting that Bedlam, that series between the Cowboys and Sooners, will end once Oklahoma leaves for the SEC. This is something that we all kind of expected but again, you want to talk about some of the collateral damage in all of this conference movement. One of the better rivalries in college football is now going by the wayside. Yeah, it's just it's just the latest one. And, you know, obviously I think anybody who's listened to me on these airwaves knows I'm a UConn alum. And so once UConn-Syracuse and UConn left the original Big East, you know, I've been kind of numb to all of this. But I do think it's sad because, you know, I think as, as college sports get more corporatized uh, here, you know, right now in the current, present, and future, uh, a lot of what made us love all these sports is going by the wayside. I mean, you know, it's great. I think Oklahoma fans are obviously happy, right? Um, but we, we joked about it at the time, but it's true. USC and UCLA fans, they don't get any of the benefit of all of the money coming into the school. Now, maybe you get a little bit of a better home schedule, maybe one or two more marquee opponents. But the bottom line is the people who are losing in all this are the fans, the people that are invested, the people that have been around forever, uh, the people that, that love the program and, and love the rivalries and, and love college sports. And so, you know, we can, and I think we will probably, go through some of the ones that have been lost through the years but this is another one and it's just a sign that college sports is is going in a direction a lot of decisions are being based based on money rather than what's best for maybe the teams and the coaches and everything yeah we may be saying bye-bye to bedlam but it's our duty here on fox sports radio to try to save some of the college football rivalries that we hold near and dear to our heart aaron torres and myself breaking down the six college football rivalries that we cannot lose. This is uh, so Bedlam is gone. We can, we we can't pick Sooners Cowboys. Uh, the, the, maybe something can happen between now and 2025, but for as we know it right now, it's going to end. So we can't save that one. Aaron and I are going to draft the college football rivalries that we want to save and make sure that we don't lose. Alternating picks. Aaron Torres, you are first on the clock. So I think there's an obvious one that has to be number one. It's Army-Navy. Yes. I mean, if we, if we lose Army-Navy, if the Army and the Navy get too corporate and political for college football to not play anymore, I don't even want to know what that world of college football looks like. So I will say that Army-Navy by far. If we get to the point where those two schools are making so much money playing weird schedules that they can't play each other, then I say we're in a bad place in college football. You know, those Michigan Wolverines got COVID two years ago and didn't play Ohio State. And uh, so they sit there and they want to use their total of number of days since Ohio State last won. Well, it would be a lot shorter if they played in 2020. Uh, that is a rivalry we cannot lose. We cannot lose the game. Ohio State-Michigan would be my pick at number two overall. All right, number three, uh, maybe a little bit of a surprise. but By the way, do you I, like how I just blame Michigan for getting COVID? Like, I, I, we're far enough it. removed. I, I, I hope it was funny. I hope nobody's taking that personally. It was Remember when joke. it was like a three-day storyline of like, they must be faking it. They're afraid of <laughs> yes. Ohio State. I'm like, come on, yes. man. The guys want to play. All right, number three, uh, there's a lot of good ones still on the board. I'm going to say Oklahoma's other big rival, Oklahoma-Texas, mm. the Red River shootout. There, there's something, Dan. Texas State Fair fried everything. Half of the crowd is burnt orange. Half of it is crimson yes. and cream. If we lose that one, 
Uh, it's going to be, at least in one household, the Torres household, it's going to be a sad, sad day. I've attended two of them. The first one was so good. I told my friend, I go, and she loves fairs and state fairs. I go, let's just go to the State Fair of Texas and go check out OU Texas. So we, so I went a second time. It is, it is magnificent. I definitely would have taken that at number four if you didn't take them at number three. But that still leaves me with a game that I know Kirby Smart has opinions on where he wants it to be played, but I don't know how you can how you could leave Georgia, Florida in the Jacksonville game. And I always like, yeah, it's a shame. Tim Tebow never got to play, you know, in Sanford Stadium and they never got to play in, in Gainesville at the swamp, but still Georgia, Florida in Jacksonville, world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I guess indoor if it was indoor as well because it would be a lot of people, but the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, Georgia and Florida, go off the board at number four. Uh, I think I believe Fox Sports Radio has one affiliate in Alabama, and they are throwing things at their radio right now that it took till number five to get to the Iron Bowl. But obviously, look, we know about the bad blood, the the history, the hate. You know, it's one of those yes. rivalries where uh, both schools are in the state. It isn't Texas. It isn't Oklahoma that shares a border. They are in the state on top of each other. I once had an Auburn fan tell me, you almost enjoy you, – you don't – you don't enjoy the win for the win. You enjoy the win so you don't have to hear from Alabama fans for another 364 days. So that's number five for me. I was thinking of that one. I just had never been to an Iron uh, Bowl. And so I'd have been to a couple of cocktail parties. So I thought to myself, geez, where, which way do I lean? I guess that doesn't back up my statement for what I'm going to take at number six. Because we saw it at the start of the year, and how great was it to have it back? Sorry, USC and UCLA. Sorry, Clemson, South Carolina. Sorry, Georgia, Auburn, and other different rivalries. I'm, I'm, I'm missing out on backyard brawl. Pitt and West Virginia lived up to everything after mm-hmm. what a decade of them not playing. We're gonna put the backyard brawl in our top six so rivalries we can't lose: West Virginia and Pitt. Well, and that's another one where they share a border genuine hatred uh and i hope we don't lose it i know they're playing again uh here in the coming years they played this year but it is a uh it is one where they really do not like each other he's aaron torres i'm dan Bayer. this an edition of dna here on fox sports radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? 
Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Isaac Longcron at the bottom of the hour had the story on the uh, Cleveland Browns fan that is facing the three charges for throwing the water bottle at, at Jimmy Haslam. And, and the only reason I say that, that he should get an award, and I know Isaac was reading the tweets of fans who are like, great, Jimmy Haslam got hit by a water bottle. I am not, I am not uh, condoning violence. That is not what I'm, I'm not saying throw stuff on the, on the field. What I do want to commend, Aaron, though, 51-year-old Jeffrey Miller, who was the guy that faces those charges and was banned from the Brown Stadium, was I would have been gone as soon as Nick Chubb crossed the goal line on that touchdown <laughs> that he never should have scored. I would have been out of there. I will see you guys, even if I'm a season ticket holder. All right, I'll see you guys on Thursday night for the Steelers game. Like, I am gone. I am out the stadium. I am in my car. I am taking off. Jeffrey Miller stayed for two minutes, two game-time minutes, and nothing that happened in those two minutes of game time were good for him, including the heartbreaking touchdown at the end of the game or near the end of the game where the Jets happened to score, by the way, right in front of his section because that's where he was on the stadium. So that's that's kind of where I want to take this Jeffrey Miller uh, situation, Aaron, is that at least the guy stayed for the whole game <laughs> because I would have been gone once they went up two touchdowns and would have been in my car and heard it all on the radio. I at least think we need to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you I mean, leave, are you a leave early guy? Like, do you do you ditch out? I really don't. I mean, you know, first of all, just with our job, I just don't get to as many games as I as I used to. Um, I, I remember in college when I used to go a ton. I mean, especially. UConn, weather, cold weather, icy roads, outdoor games, whatever. 
I did. For the most part, though, I'm really not a leave super early kind of guy. Um, but, yes, it is kind of funny that the guy was still there, you know, uh, thinking that he's going to, you know, serenade and coronate a victory. Uh, and then, obviously, we know what happened with the Jets there in the final few minutes. But uh, but I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. Is If he had just left like a lot of other Browns fans did, none of this would have happened. Jason Stewart, our executive producer, earliest you've ever left a sporting event. Okay, so um, you know the USC-UCLA game here in town, right? The Rose Bowl is unbelievably bad at parking and logistics and whatnot. Um, we spent two hours trying to get a parking spot. Then uh, UCLA, UCLA started to blow them out. It was the one year with Jim Mora where they just had their number. So at halftime, I turned to my son and I said, I've had a miserable day. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Let's go, because I'm not going to fight four hours of traffic on the way out. And we both did. He, there wasn't even an argument. So we left the UCLA-USC game at halftime. Isaac Lohenkron. Uh, and by the way, everybody's going to get concessions. Jay Stu and his son are just heading for the gates. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they, they are gone. Isaac Lohenkron, the earliest you've left a sporting event. I uh, walked out half an hour in. Oh, hang on. That wasn't a sporting event. That was Batman and Robin starring, starring George Clooney. Oh, I the- <laughs> it was actually also a UCLA football game at the Rose Bowl because it was simply too hot. And uh, a lot of people go in their cars and they park, but there's actually shuttle buses there. Shuttle bus service. So I always take the shuttle bus. We get on the shuttle bus, and across from us is a father who had taken his um, uh, baby child to the game, and the guy was freaked out because the kid was as red as a strawberry, yeah. and he was freaked idea. out that he accidentally had the kid out of the sun too long. So we 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 reassured him, you know, the kid will be fine, kid will be fine. But the, the the parent was just freaking out, so that was certainly memorable. So it was also at the Rose Bowl. It's like it's about three miles from the two ten, and about eight miles from the sun is where the Rose Bowl is located. <laughs> so Aaron, you, you, no yeah. no sporting events that you've left. I, I, you know, I'm trying to think now because. Heat is definitely a factor, um, and I live near the Rose Bowl, and I feel like I've probably either been to a game there or Dodger Stadium. We've all gotten those tickets to a Sunday Dodgers game, and you're all excited, and then you realize, oh, it's a 110 first pitch, and it's July 11th, and you're like, get me out of here. So, I, you know, nothing's immediately coming to mind, and I'm not trying to pull the, oh, I'm right. the greatest sports fan yeah, ever. Yeah, no, you are. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. Um, <laughs> uh, Why to no. get the bang for your buck? That's all right. That's all right. Did I ever tell you, by the way, really quickly, I was at the six-overtime Syracuse-UConn game, and Eric Devendorf hit what we thought was a buzzer beater to end regulation, and the guy next to me sprinted out to beat traffic and missed maybe the greatest game in college basketball history. Oh, man. How do you like that for a story, huh? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.